Welcome to Faith Community. Hope everybody's doing well today. This is a fun Sunday. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm Peter Horton. I'm service leading. Yes, I'm not Linda. I know all the announcements said Linda. I'm helping Linda out by by leading the leading the service, the first part, and leading communion. And then Linda's going to come up with her family, take us through an Advent reading, and then help us do some fun uh, kind of decoration and lots of food apparently too so we're looking forward to that but before that betsy jane and finn are going to lead us in worship so that'll be great too Mm -hmm. anyway so happy advent this is the second sunday of advent Uh, as we prepare our hearts for the to celebrate the birth of jesus and his coming into the world um, we pray that you would experience uh, hope love joy and peace these are the four virtues of advent the theological virtues, some call them. They're, they're really fruits of the Spirit of God in us, right? Kind of an expression of God's presence in our midst. And uh, although we have a choice as to whether or not we experience them and live them out. Um, and this, this Sunday, we're reflecting apart on the, the virtue of, or the, um, the fruit of love. Um, and as we take communion today, as we celebrate as we pre- and prepare for the birth of Christ, we also remember his death and resurrection, and both of these are expressions of God's love for us um, and something we need to remember. And love, like all the virtues, isn't just something that is tied to our present-day circumstances, right? We don't love just because things turn out as we planned or people love us back, but rather we love because of our relationship with God and because he first loved us. So thank you, God, for your love for us, and may it fill us fresh today. And even if nothing goes right for us, even if the world falls apart, and even when the ones we love pass, and we're still here and left behind, and we feel that, right? Uh, We can know and experience God's love for us, because he's here with us right now, and he's in each of us, and he, he expresses his love in many ways, and one of us is in our relationship with one another. Um, Here's Henry Nouwen on love. He said, For most of my life I struggled to find God, to know God, to love God. I have tried hard to follow the guidelines of the spiritual life, pray always, work for others, read the scriptures, and to avoid the many temptations that dissipate myself, uh, to to dissipate myself. And I have failed many times, but always tried again, even when I was close to despair. And now I wonder whether I've sufficiently realized that during all this time, God has been trying to find me, to know me, to love me. The question is not how am I to find God, but how am I to let myself be found by him? The question is not how am I to know God, but how am I to let myself be known by God? And finally, the question is not how am I to love God, but how am I to let myself be loved by God? God is looking onto into the distance for me, trying to find me and longing to bring me home. That's from Henry Nowen's The Return of the Prodigal. Yeah. And it's kind of close to who we are, right? So I think we are a people who, of God who, um, who, lo- who love God, each other, and our neighbors above all else, and maybe we're a people who are seeking to be known and loved by God first and foremost. And we're a people who see what God is calling others too and call it out we are people who spontaneously love our enemies and return blessing for cursing we are people who remind each other who we really are whenever we forget we are people who share others pain even when we have caused it we are people who are happy to be together we create environments of joyful belonging 
We are people who will value relationships above all else. We are people who are faithful friends and will not abandon you even when we have conflict. Yeah. Yeah, again, in the, from the earlier this month, or last month, Psalms 100, enter, we enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. We give thanks to him and praise his name for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Let, let us pray. Right? So Lord, today we pray for the world. We pray that the world would experience your hope, love, joy, and peace um, spread through your church, through your people. Help us, Lord, as your people to make your love for the world real and help us to start by allowing you to fill us all with love. We pray for your creation. Lord, help us to love your creation and all that you've given us. We pray for our nation. God, we pray for unity and peace, for love instead of division, that you would help us to love one another, to show true respect and hospitality to each other, to renounce violence, to raise our children to know and spread your love. We pray for our state and our community. Lord, for those who are, who are still suffering physical and mental trauma for what happened a few weeks ago, Lord, have mercy on them and reveal your presence and your love to them in their suffering. We pray for our church, Lord. Help us to know the way forward, uh, how we can love you and love our neighbors through the transition we're in. Give us clear direction for the future and continue to make clear how we as a church can love our neighbors. Yeah. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace um, and help in our time of need. Let's confess our sins against God and our neighbor. And if you know this, follow along. Otherwise, just listen. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Yeah, amen. Yeah, Lord, thank you for the forgiveness that you offer to all of us when we confess our sins to you. Thank you that when we confess our sins, they no longer need to, to keep us from each other or from you. Help us to continue, Lord, to walk in your way. And whenever we give in to temptation, to turn to you for help and freedom. Yeah. So we'll go on. Holy and gracious Father, in your infinite love, you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you and your mercy sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature 
to live and die as one of us to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. He stretched out his arms on the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. And on the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus took the bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And after supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you, this is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink this, do this in remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. And we, re- we celebrate this memorial of our redemption Um, this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving, recalling Christ's death, his resurrection and ascension, and we offer these gifts. Lord, sanctify us, your people, by your blood and body, Son, your holy food of drink, of new and unending life. Sanctify us that we may faithfully receive this sacrament, this, this, this remembrance, and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace, and at the last day bring with us all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. And all this we ask through our Son, Jesus Christ, by him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Now that is, that's from the Book of Common Prayer. That's a, that's a, a communion service that's being used by millions around the world uh, today and for some every Sunday they celebrate the Lord's uh, death and remember him and what he's done and the new and unlending life it brings to all of us and that's one of the things we remember together because it, it's the way that God showed us his love and it's the way he allowed us to connect with him and to become one with him so we're thankful for it so we have if you're a follower of Jesus which I know many of you are and you want to take communion with us this morning we'll have I think we just have one line up front. Who's serving communion today? We have, I guess we, well, I guess I will. <laughs> and yeah, come on up. So but I'll, let me put my mask back on. And then come up as you're ready and receive communion. Oh, also Matt thinks that we should, and I think this is good. If anyone would like healing today, please come up and receive healing. Actually, I need someone else uh, to do the, the bre- bread. Lori, you want to do that? That's great. Okay, so Matt and I will be up front, maybe Sue too, praying for anyone who would like physical healing.
one of the things that the Spirit is doing today, just imagine how sometimes things uh, gas off. So there's just smells that are maybe coming off of a carpet or some change of construction, uh, or even when you rip things up and particles come. I think there's just a grace uh, for us to gas off and to give him our disappointments. It might be job changes. It might be things in family. It might be healings that didn't come the way you had hoped and tried to believe. It can be all what's been gnarled into COVID and how it's affected us. Just let that be released up to him. Your emotions, let him carry it. Let him take care of it. It's just a letting go. And then as we take communion today, that's a way of saying your power, Lord, your body and your blood, you come fill me. I take you in. I align my DNA with you. I believe that you are the source of all things good and healing. And the light will just continue to increase within us as we gas off the darkness. Just trust him. It's probably a process that's going on for weeks more than days. (laughs) But trust him because he does want to fill us. He does want to make us whole. He does want us to emit light. He does want us to let forth the fragrance of Christ. going to do the second candle lighting of Advent. I'm going to read some scriptures and Zach is going to light the two candles. All right, so I think uh, the theme of love, I mean, what better theme is there? I'm going to read just two passages that I think bring out this Verses Galatians 4. Heirs, as long as they are minors, are no better than slaves, though they are the owners of all the property. But they remain under guardians and trustees until the date set by the Father. So with us, while we were minors, we were enslaved to the elemental spirits of the world. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, in order to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a child And if a child, then also an heir through God.
All right, second passage. 1 Corinthians 13. If I speak in the tongues of mortals and of angels, but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. <laughs> and if I have prophetic powers, this will be interesting. try it this way. All right. If I speak in the tongues of mortals and of angels, but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Irene. And if I have the prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give, give away all my possessions, and if I hand over my body so that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, ah. hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends, but as for prophecies, they will come to an end. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will come to an end. For we know only in part, and we prophesy only in part. But when the complete comes, the partial will come to an end. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put an end to childish ways. For now we see in a mirror, dimly. But then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part. Then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known. And now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, and the greatest of these is love. Sure, I'll just pray for us as we uh, light these candles. Uh, Lord, we just thank you for the gift of love. Jesus, we just ask that you would continue to illuminate our spirits, our minds, our hearts. God, that you would continue to clarify during this season. Jesus, we just confess that we need you. That we need you in our minds. That we need you in our hearts. That we need you in our relationships. Jesus, would you bring forth your love that we might produce it in abundance this season.